To be honest, you know, while I was one of the naysayers about this whole May 21st thing, I thought, well, do I really need to prepare a sermon, uh, you know, just in case? <laughs> so I didn't really start thinking about it till this morning. <laughs> but, uh, but I did, you know, I did look at this text. And I love that part that said, you know, in my Father's house are many rooms. Some of the old ones say many mansions, but I like, I like many rooms. Uh, and it got me thinking about the church and how much I love the church. And I got to tell you, I'm a weird guy in that I love the church and always have. Yes, I know, for other reasons, but <laughs> because I have always loved the church. And I've, I've been thinking to myself, why do I find the church such a wonderful place to be and a compelling place to be? You know, I don't know if many of you know this, but I wasn't raised going to church um, for their own reasons. My parents didn't go to church, uh, but they did, they did want me to have, you know, a, a, good, a good foundation of that kind of stuff uh, in, in, as I was being raised in Utah. So they would send me to Mrs. Mrs. Batchelder's weekday church school on Tuesday afternoons while all my friends were going to primary I went to Mrs. Batchelder's weekday uh, church school uh, at Clearfield Community Church an American Baptist Church not like not unlike this one uh, where you know we they served cookies and we sang a lot of really fun songs and that's what I really remember uh, happening there, and there were some other fun kids to hang around with, and it was uh, it was a hoot. Mrs. Batchelder gave me a ride home every day in her old international SUV. Remember those? And uh, <laughs> and it wasn't, but but I, you know I didn't find that terribly compelling. And it wasn't until I was about ten years old when I I, I asked my parents, I said, Mom and Dad, can I go to? I want to go to Sunday worship. Now, I would like to tell you that it was because I was, I was feeling very spiritual. I was feeling like I needed some kind of, you know, encounter with God. Or, so, or I was asking a lot of questions about Jesus and, and feeling, you know, the Holy Spirit at work in my heart. But that isn't really what my motivation was. My father had bought me a new suit when I was 10 years old, a, a beautiful navy blue double-knit three-piece suit and a red tie and I had nowhere to wear it and I looked so good <laughs> I said I got oh I could wear it to church <laughs> so I got all dudded up in my little double-knit suit and dad carted me off to church and when I was 10 and said call me when you're done and I'll pick you up and I went in and I I loved going to church not just because I got to dress up but because I, I just loved being there. And, I, and it's hard to really describe what was so compelling. But I got to tell you that by the time I hit high school, and some of you knew me in high school and my first few years of college, and, you know, don't be telling any of those stories. I'm a new person. But at the time, you know what? It didn't matter. It didn't matter what was going on Saturday night. And I won't get into what was going on Saturday night, but it didn't matter what was going on Saturday night. Robin can testify, I had to be in church Sunday morning. I don't, it didn't matter what condition I was in. Something said, 
get to church and and there were a couple times i missed it and i hated it i whined i moaned i I like something's missing something kept me grounded in the church kept me in at, at clearfield community church i had to be there and i i've been wondering what was so exciting about it i mean the music was great it wasn't it wasn't just the music but the music was nice and it wasn't just that they were friendly either i mean i've been to a lot of places people are friendly they were friendly but that wasn't that wasn't all there was involved there what was compelling there i think was that this was a group who made room for me now i got i was a i'm sure you can i'm sure you you believe this that i was a squirrely kid you know i was a little hyper in fact the reason i became a minister is because i can't sit still in church uh so i was a little hype that was a joke you can laugh <laughs> I, i'm a, i'm a little i'm a little hyper and uh, you know at 10 11 years old uh, you know often during the sermon time because i didn't go down to we didn't have kids praise club i don't or else i didn't go down to it at 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 during the sermon i'd be up walking around in the back kind of kind of bouncing i did a lot of bouncing around finally uh mr bramhall came over and he shoved a plate in my hand and said go take the offering and so i took the offering <laughs> and i kind of got into that i thought ah oh, finally something you know something to do right <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you and uh i did all that and then uh and later on they let me you know when i got to be a teenager they let me read scripture and i got up and i read scripture and i enjoyed that and they and they let me stumble through the words a little bit or mess them up and then i i started you know doing announcements and things like that and they let me do crazy things i would come out and i would never do this now i would come out and make i would interview visitors and the leadership of the church loved that but i can imagine there were people that were like oh my gosh what is he doing you know like right up in my face in their face and we never saw them again so but <laughs> but you know i mean there, there was the, this church just kind of let let me blossom and grow and they nurtured me and it wasn't just that they let me run amok oh no I, I, there was once i was late for i this was when i was a teenager i was late uh to come and read the scripture and i in the middle of a song i had to walk up to the to the uh the pulpit late and i had actually missed my part boy if you don't think i got a talking to from one of the deacons holy cow he sat me down and he said you know this is a responsible well i and i took it seriously i was like you're right oh my gosh you're right i'm so sorry and it was a it was a it was a place that made room for me it was a place that nurtured me along in my faith and it was a place that said you know what there you you, explore what that means for you and we'll come alongside and we'll let you and you know i mean i would no one had i guarantee you there was no one who knew me then who said oh we better we better help him along he's going to be a minister someday (laughs) i guarantee you that was not in their minds they just said you know we are a church here is someone looking and exploring and it's our job to make room for one such as this and i got to tell you that that one of the things we as a church can embrace at this time 
is really learning the art of making room for other people. You know, uh, what, will, what will help this church become compelling is not how friendly we are. It's not how dynamic our programs are. But it's our ability to help people make room. And, you know, as I wonder uh, to make room for new, for new people, to help people come in and become a part of the family of God. Because i got to tell you, this church has nothing to do with this building. It has to do with being a part of of a community you can't be baptist and in my opinion you can't be christian all on your own that is something that you do in community and as a church we are called to build that community we have kind of an open-ended community that has room for all kinds of different people and in fact jesus said people will know you are my followers by your ability to love a broad swath of people if you love one another, they'll know you are my followers. And so, I don't, you know, it begs the question, well, how do we, how do, we do that? I, you know, it has, something, it has something to do with this, uh, with making room for folks and helping them become a part of the church. It has something to do with not merely asking, you know, serving people and being friendly, but it has to do with allowing people to grow into their own sense of vocation, their own sense of calling, and utilize their own gifts and their own talents. It has something to do with invitation. You know, a lot of people, there are some people that you don't really have to invite, that they, they find their way into the church. You know, Audrey Kenyon, uh, bless her heart, she came right in and got right involved and just and just loved being in the church and has volunteered her leadership and has said i have gifts to bring and she brings them uh even when we don't ask her to (laughs) and i love her for that she comes in and she she you know she has she knows what church is about and she gets right in there and has brought her gifts to bear and we are blessed by it but not everyone does that you know that's a rare that's a rare thing most folks it's a little intimidating to come into an established family like this, an established church. We need to be people of invitation who say, "What you know, uh, not only you know, you're welcome to come and be served, you're welcome to come and, be, you know, and experience this and have this given to you, but, but not only that, but also, hey, you know, uh, you're welcome to come and help. You're welcome to come and contribute what you have to what we do. You're welcome to come and be a part of what is making this church great. You're welcome to come with your ideas, with your passions, with your own sense of calling in this community. And that's not to the exclusion of our own, you know, kind of where we're going and what we're doing, but but to invite, you know, people to come and and head the direction we're heading to and to bring what God has given them to be in that too. There's a, there's a, here's a dilemma we have as a church is when does a person stop being a guest, right? You know, you know if you come to my house, if we've ever been over to my house for dinner, uh, the first time you come, we, we, serve you the, you, we serve you your drink and we, serve, we, grab, we get stuff for you. The second time you come, get your own drink, right? You know where it is. <laughs> get, get your own drink and get me one while you're at it, 
right? <laughs> right? That's how it is in my house, right? We know when someone ceases to be a guest is when they go get their own drink and bring me one too. <laughs> That's when you stop being a guest. Well, how is that in the church? When do we know when someone has stopped being a guest? We, you know, and I, I feel like when we establish that answer, when we figure that out, when, I mean, because we're great at hospitality, you want to, you want to treat our, our, our people who are new to this community as guests, help them find where things are, and, and help them learn about who we are, help them figure out whether this is really their church home. But at some point, we got to stop getting the, the drink for them, and they got to go get their own drink, and really be a part of what this community is about. Uh, in a lot of ways, it's about letting go and not so much letting go but meet, leaving room for other people to come along in fact sometimes it's about doing things that you, letting other people do things that quite frankly you could probably do better but letting them do it anyway and be a part of this community what i got to say is that there is plenty of room here and we want we want God's house filled up. Amen? We want God's house filled up because there are people out there who have been told, I'm sorry, there's no room for you. There, we, there are people out there who have been told, I'm sorry, but the way you think doesn't fit. And therefore, you really don't belong here. There's no room for you. Like Mary and Joseph looking for a place to birth the Savior of the universe told, I'm sorry, there's no room at the inn. There's a lot of people out there who have said, I, you know, maybe I don't even want to be a part of that. And they're wondering and they're doubting and they're searching and they're hoping. And, but what, and, and our message needs to be to the world out there, there is plenty of room in my Father's house. There are many rooms. And there's many different things going on in those rooms. And there's many different ways to experience what God has for you. And we, we want to be a place where people can come and find room for themselves, for their faith journey, for their explorations of what it means to be a follower of Christ, for their healing when they've come out of a time of being hurt and wounded, maybe even by the church. To come and be a place where there's room for a calling. People who have said, I've got something to bring. And I'm ready to, I'm ready to live it out. To be a place where, where people are called to be in community. There should not be anyone lonely in this church. Amen. And to my thinking, in a house with so many rooms... There should not be anyone lonely in this city. Amen? We have a ministry here. We have a calling here. We have a family here. But there's plenty more room for plenty more. Amen? Our calling as we go in, as we begin to grow, I'm talking about this because I feel a little sense of urgency, because as we begin to grow as a church, our ability to continue to grow has, is directly related to our ability to make room for new people, for different people, for 
Lots of people. And there's plenty more room here. Sometimes I think it's about awareness and just being aware that what we need is to make sure that we're leaving room for more. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we are so thankful that in your house there is plenty of room. There's room for me. There's room for all these who are gathered here. And there's room for all those who are outside these walls. There's room in your kingdom. There's room for a lot of different ways and a lot of different ideas. There's room for us to be on this journey together knowing that You call us all to Yourself and that this family is large. And that's a wonderful thing. Help us. Give us the ability, the strength, the courage, and the willingness to make room. We ask this in the name of Christ. Amen.